0: The presidential motorcade was just passed through heavy crowds in downtown
1: Dallas. Destroying the media lives and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. I want to take you back to a time between, say, 2010 and 2012. This was around the time of the Obama administration wrapping up its first term. The Hillary Clinton State Department was embroiled in their Benghazi debacle, which you remember... We talked about how that is their strategy of civil society 2.0, where they would embolden revolutionaries that they partnered with in certain nations, showed them how to organize via social media, gave them different, you know, uh, different bits of training and weaponry, and then allowed them to pretend as though it was an uprising, something we may see here after our election in the United States. They seem to be wanting to employ that color revolutionary tactic here in the United States, well, that occurred under the Hillary Clinton State Department, also under the John Kerry State Department, which explains Egypt's revolution. Remember the the uh, the Arab Spring, and Egypt became under the Muslim Brotherhood's short lived control, and then John Kerry's obsession with destabilizing Syria and ousting uh, Bashar al-Assad. Al- which, you, if you know, right now the Trump administration is actually in talks with. Bashar al-Assad. And if you followed my show, you know how we have dismantled the BS garbage the mainstream media has given you about Syria. No, Bashar al-Assad isn't a good guy, but at the same time, we had no right to be going in there and destroying their country and and supporting wings of al-Qaeda within the ranks of the Free Syrian Army. But you can go back and listen to that on my prior podcast. But All of that was under the State Department's uh, Civil Society 2.0 measures. And during that time, Romney, he was beginning to run against Obama. And there was one story that came out that no one could provide an explanation to. And that was the killing of our CIA assets in China. Do you remember this? This is from the New York Times back in 2017, I believe. But this was an incident that was going back earlier than that. The Chinese government systematically dismantled CIA spying operations in the country starting in 2010, killing or imprisoning more than a dozen sources over two years and crippling intelligence gathering for years afterwards. Current and former American officials describe the intelligence breach as one of the worst in decades. It set off a scramble in Washington's intelligence and law enforcement agencies to contain the fallout, but investigators were bitterly divided over the cause. Some were convinced that a mole within the CIA had betrayed the United States, which could be under Brennan. Others believed that the Chinese had hacked the covert system the CIA used to communicate with its foreign sources. Years later, that debate remains unsolved. But there was no disagreement about the damage. From the final weeks of 2010 through the end of 2012, according to former American officials, the Chinese killed at least a dozen CIA sources. According to three of the officials, One was shot in front of his colleagues in the courtyard of a government building. A message to others who might have been working for the CIA. So basically, these Chinese individuals were tired of the communist China regime and decided to lend their expertise and services to the Central Intelligence Agency of the United States. Still others were put in jail, all told the Chinese killed or imprisoned 18 to 20 of the CIA sources in China, according to two former senior American officials effectively unraveling a network that had taken years to build. Assessing the fallout from an exposed spy operation can be difficult, but the episode was considered particularly damaging. The number of American assets lost in China, officials said, rivaled those lost in the Soviet Union and Russia during the betrayals of both Aldrich Ames and Robert Hansen, formerly of the CIA and the FBI, who divulged intelligence operations to Moscow for years. The previously unreported episode shows how successful the Chinese were in disrupting American spying efforts and stealing secrets years before the well-publicized breach in 2015, which gave Beijing access to thousands of government personal records, including intelligence contractors. The CIA considers spying in China one of its top priorities, but the country's extensive security apparatus makes it exceptionally hard for the Western spy services to develop sources there. At a time when the CIA is trying to figure out how some of its most sensitive documents were, quote, leaked onto the Internet months before uh, by WikiLeaks and the FBI investigates possible ties between President Trump's campaign and Russia. So, you know, this is from that BS period of time that's already been debunked. The unsettled nature of China's investigation demonstrates the difficulty of conducting uh, conducting counter espionage investigations into sophisticated spy services like those in Russia and China. Well, according to Lude Media, Lude Media is an organization um, that is it's fairly new. They actually came out out of the basically I want to say a couple of years ago. Lude, uh, which is Lude Media, which is under Wang Dinggang, he was the founder Um, It's a channel that has two additional programs, Lewd Media, Lewd Interview, and Lewd Times. Lewd Media was created on YouTube in March of 2017 with the purpose of the channels to create an independent news platform that could disseminate the truth about communist Chinese propaganda. And it started broadcasting the whistleblower movement, which was founded by... Guiao Wingai in 2017 and firmly believes that Guiao Gai will be the most perfect grave digger for the Chinese Communist Party. Well, they had an interesting take on what happened in China. This is from Lewd Media. Joe Biden with President Obama sold out 36 CIA informants and 20 plus of them were executed all at once by the Communist Chinese Party, including a pregnant woman and her family Those informants knew the evil nature of CCP, which is Communist Chinese Party, and wanted to save China and trusted the U.S., but was betrayed by Joe Biden. So that's where all this comes into play. Is Joe Biden, vice president at the time, threw these people under the bus and lewd media says they have the information about it. Now, they had a video and it's all in Chinese, so they translated it. So I'm going to read the translation and you can take their information with a grain of salt. I mean, I am. I'm still looking up some of the names. Most of what I've found corroborates what they're saying. But it is interesting to take into aspe- into aspects of it, to take into account, put it on the back burner of your mind, and see if this plays into things you will see down the road. This from the video. The person who carried out the executions are Man Yong Ping, Yang Huai, and Fang Feng Fingui. Just within the Ministry of State Secretary uh, or security along, more than 20 people were executed at once. They were all called in for a meeting. They were told that they need to come in to participate in a meeting. And then the executioners from the security department came into the meeting site. And one by one, these people were dragged out and executed right there. These people were the intelligence agents who had access to top securities or top secrets of the CCP, the Chinese or the Communist Chinese Party. And thus, they had realized how evil the CCP is. Their conscience couldn't take the CCP's evil nature anymore, so they became CIA informants. Tong Bao, who was an agent, worked with the confidential information at, or worked with confidential information at Tianjin Security Department. Her entire family of three were gunned down all at once. How horrible was that? They were even there was even a pregnant woman who was executed. And one of them was about to deliver within 10 days, but they didn't care, and executed her directly as well. All those people were sold out by Joe Biden. Many people ask, why would Joe Biden do that? In fact, it was Biden and Obama together who did it. But why would Obama and Biden want to do that? First, it's mostly Biden because he has had decades of collusion with the Communist Chinese party. He made his connection with Jing Jinping through this type of betrayal, more importantly. Once he established this relationship with Xi, they actually established some kind of alliance. And this alliance is what he had mentioned before. And that is if you help me clean up my political rivals in the U.S., I'll help you clean up your political enemies and help you gain power and become a real emperor for a lifetime. Moreover, you need to understand that one of the more important tasks of those uh, CIA informants in China is to obtain information of Americans colluding with the CCP. This is very important information, right? The U.S. also has their anti-corruption campaign. And how the U.S. gets the evidence on anti-corruptions? But once Joe Biden gained his power, he obtained the information from those CIA informants and passed the list of their names to Xi Jinping. Then those informants were all executed by the CCP. So first, it would protect Joe Biden himself from getting exposed on all his corruption. And secondly, the so-called anti-corruption campaign is just a joint campaign by Obama and Biden and Xi Jinping and Yang Wang Qishang. And this is an alliance to get rid of their political rivals and at the same time to help Obama and Biden clean up the informants and their corruption evidences in China. So, what were they doing in China? Well, Joe Biden does have a long history for an affinity with the Chinese.
0: Contain China? We're not trying to slow down Chinese growth. The growth of China is overwhelmingly in our interest. The idea, the idea that they are a competition, they're going to beat us. the bizarre. We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping and benefiting ourselves by doing that. But the idea that China's going to eat our lunch was like I remember debates in the late 90s. Remember Japan was going on us? Give me a break. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. We want to see China rise. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, not, they're competition for us. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region of the world and selfishly for the United States. We want China to grow. What are we, what are we worried about?
1: Now, it gets more interesting when you realize that there is a lot more behind the scenes. I mean, you got to remember, Diane Feinstein had a driver who drove for her for decades. Who was a Chinese spy? Then you get into the fact that uh, Mitch McConnell has dealings with the Chinese, which is probably why you're not seeing a lot of legwork going in to uncovering everything that's going on behind the scenes. But, of course, if you've listened to the show a number of times, you realize there's a couple of aspects at play that they probably don't want somebody like an outsider like Donald Trump to uncover. The first was flipping regimes, destabilizing them, and profiting off of them. Whether it's Joe Biden's brother building homes in Iraq. Which they basically gave the Iraqi government over to Iran. Or if it was the money Hunter Biden was receiving. 50, 50 grand a month from his energy expertise. Which he had none of. Being the board of Burisma. A Ukrainian energy company. that Which he doesn't even speak anything you, any bit of Ukraine. But regardless of all that. That's what they did. They would flip these regimes and then they would find ways to profit off of them personally. But then there was also the pedophile side. Now, there's two things about this. It's either blackmail by certain nations or by people like Epstein to keep power in check and to extort it. But there is a trafficking side of this. If you remember... Jeffrey Epstein with Epstein Island. Yeah, he had foreign leaders come in there and they're saying, Oh, well, you know, he had young women out all over the place and he blackmailed them, but they were trafficking them. Remember, he was going to these different places in Florida and what have you. He was needing a massage and Ghislaine Maxwell would go out and grab some chicks and, you know, uh, that were looking to make money or were trying to break into an industry and, uh, in the massage therapy business or whatever. And they're very young and naive and he would get them to do things with him and, Eventually, he would bring him to the island. And Bill Clinton was seen there. I mean, there's tons of world leaders. Uh, Les Wexner from, uh, from what was he, uh, Victoria's Secret. Abercrombie and Fitch, I think, was involved. All of All of these things, fashion, they were all involved in whatever was happening down there. And I think some of what's on these laptops allude to these things. And I think... They were given the go-ahead to get away with so much down there that their insatiable appetites spilled over into their personal lives. Look at Anthony Weiner. He was sexting a 15-year-old, and that's what caused him to get busted, and that's what caused his laptop to be taken in to the NYPD, to which they found tons of stuff on it with the Clintons and stuff that made police officers cry. Remember the Eric Prince uh, interview with Breitbart? Remember Sidney Powell talking about this? Uh, the lawyer for General Flynn, which General Flynn was a big, you know, he was outspoken against the Iran deal in which he is now in a perpetual state of politically uh, uh, to- or political torture by our judicial system. Well, Hunter Biden's laptop gets caught because it's left at a repair shop. And the guy who try- who repairs it finds some stuff on it, tries to get the FBI. The FBI does nothing with it. So then he goes, and he's a Trump supporter, so he kind of has been following the news and goes, you know what, I think Rudy Giuliani would like this. And he gives this to Rudy Giuliani. And Ron Johnson and uh, Maria Bartiromo were talking about this, and an interesting aspect of the conversation came up when it came down to who from the FBI was assigned to his case.
2: Futures. There is more to come and there is a further analysis of the subpoenas handwriting and it suggests that the subpoena was served by an FBI agent uh, who uh, his name is Joshua Wilson and over the last five years he has been working on child pornography issues. Connect the dots. If an FBI agent is working on child pornography issues for five years, why is he uh, subpoenaing the uh, laptop of Hunter Biden? Is there a connection here? Should this suggest that there's a child pornography issue here on that laptop? Well, I think you just made the connection. Again, this is what the FBI, I think, has to come clean about. This this isn't a standard investigation. Where, you know, if the FBI doesn't indict somebody that, that everything remains confidential. This is something that, as we were talking about, relates to national security. And if, if there's criminal activity involved that could be tied to, to Hunter Biden or his business associates, or even possibly tied back to other members of the, of the Biden family. And as some of these emails indicate that Joe Biden was fully aware of this, he was taking his 10% cut or, or requiring 50% from his, his family member's salary. Uh, This needs to be known before Americans go to the uh, the polls. So was the FBI agent who served the subpoena uh, investigating child pornography, Senator? Well, you just read the news report. I, I can't comment any further. I don't want to speculate other than to say that what I said publicly before, our report uncovered so many troubling connections, so many things that need to be investigated that I really think we're just scratching the surface. And yes, I've heard all kinds of things that I think will probably be revealed over the next few days, uh, that there's a treasure trove of emails and video and pictures in not only the purported computer of, of uh, Hunter Biden, but now we've got the co-conspirator, uh, uh, Bevin Cooney, that also starting to reveal information. I, I guess we're probably going to just find new more information every day over the next couple of weeks. Wow, an
1: FBI agent from the pedophile unit. <clears> hmm. <throat> now, remember, there's a lot of information floating out there. There's his laptop. There's Bevan Cooney, who is a partner with Devin Archer, who is related to John Kerry and Hunter Biden in their little business deal. Uh, Rosemont Seneca, I think, is it. well, this guy who head up the Viper room, he went down and got put in jail and decided, you know what? I ain't going out like that. I'm gonna let Peter Schweitzer, who did Clinton cash. He's done all types of investigative work with Breitbart and what have you. He gave him unfettered access to all his emails. So we're going to get a lot of stuff from that coming out pretty soon. But then the Ukraine government, the Ukrainian government has said that they have a second laptop. So there's multiple laptops out there. But listen to Rudy Giuliani talking to Greg Kelly on Newsmax about what was found on the laptop, specifically a text that he uh, read that was a text from Hunter Biden to his father, Joe Biden.
3: Well, this is really a very, very sensitive one. There's a text message to his father in which he says the following. And he's discussing um, he's discussing his uh, sister-in-law, who for quite some time was his lover. And he says, uh, she, she told my therapist that I was sexually inappropriate. This would be with a unnamed 14-year-old girl. When she says that I FaceTimed naked... With the unnamed 14-year-old girl, and the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I walk around naked, smoking crack, talking tom girls on Facetime. When she was pressed, she said that the unnamed 14-year-old girl never said anything like that. But the bottom line is that I created and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. Uh, this is supported by numerous pictures of underage uh, girls
1: so in, uh, uh, mr. mayor I uh, that is look that's dynamite stuff uh, and I've seen yeah, it. I turned it
3: over to the you
2: you turned, turned
1: it, it turned over, it to, over the, to,
2: to the Delaware State Police correct
3: yes yesterday Bernie Kerrick and I turned it over to the Delaware State Police because right. we're very uncomfortable with this so we're very uncomfortable with the fact that these underage girls were not protected
1: so that is uh, interesting Something with a unnamed 14 year old girl. uh, Sounds very Anthony Weiner ish. Sounds very Bill Clinton ish. I mean, these people all run in the same circles and conduct the same activities. Look at this from the Gateway Pundit from Cassandra Fairbanks. Explicit photos of Minor and Hunter Biden's laptop were of a relative, and he was in some other, some of the other photos with her. Approximately one third of the explicit photos of minors in Hunter Biden's laptop were of the same 14 year old g- girl who is one of his relatives, according to a shocking new report. Not only were they inappropriate photos of one of the child, uh, one of the child of her own, but Hunter Biden was in some of them with her. Quote, a source close to the matter, though, who claims to have seen the images on Hunter Biden's laptop, told Revolver, that about one-third of the images are of the same underage girl. Some of the images are topless, while others uh, she is shown in suggestive positions with Hunter Biden himself. So uh, that's pretty uh, pretty disgusting. Some have said there is video of him, uh, Hunter Biden, with a uh, Chinese uh, underage child in various disgusting Positions. But see, the left doesn't care about these kind of things. They can shove this off. They can block these kind of stories from being shared on Twitter because, like Jeffrey Tubin, the guy from The New Yorker who was CNN's legal analyst, they're out there wargaming election results in a Zoom meeting. And what does he do? Well, at first, he gets reported that he just was showing his privates. Oopsie, oopsie, showed his junk on camera. Then it comes to find out he's pleasuring himself. I mean, he's pulling the pud. And the news media falls on its sword over Tubin playing with his sword in various different ways. It's unbelievable because some of the stuff, some of the articles that they had coming out were like of the Toronto Sun. Actually, it was the Toronto Star said opinion. Jeffrey Tubin didn't cover himself in glory or regrettably anything else in that fateful Zoom call. Yeah, he covered, and luckily, he didn't cover his keyboard his monitor and his webcam in glory either you know if sean hannity had decided hey you know what i'm in a zoom meeting i think i want to make a deposit in the first national yank sperm bank right there on the video conference we would never hear the end of it it would be a non-stop scandal calls for termination and what have you but with with biden hunter biden uh, anthony Weiner, all that stuff ah, it's, just, it's nothing it's conspiracy so i want to get into what The Chinese has actually said that they, uh, same media, lewd media, they get into the hard drives, how many of them there were, why they were doing it. Part of it was blackmail. Part of it is for a bigger means to an end. But I think we need to really delve in into what they went into in this 10-minute report, which was amazing, on the other side of the break. Stick with us. This is
0: Adrian Slade. America was an
1: idea. An
0: idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident. We've never lived up to it, but we've never walked away from it before. And I just think we have to be more honest and let our kids know as we raise them what actually did happen. Acknowledge our mistakes so we don't repeat.
1: Yeah, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women are created, you know, the thing that we never lived up to because America sucks. So vote for me to lead this sucky nation. Wow. Really decently inspiring there, Mr. Biden.
0: He's saying that it was President,
1: my boss.
0: If you may remember, I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, uh, the governor, okay? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. And oh Biden bomb a Democrat. We the people, we hold these truths, etc. He's saying that it was President My Boss, it was his.
1: But <laughs> a lot of stuff has come about with the whole Hunter Biden laptop, and a lot of disinformation has too. One of them, which is one of my favorites, is um <laughs> This whole 50 people, what, what was this thing again? 50 different, uh, different, there it is. More than 50 former senior Intel officials declared the emails on Biden's laptop are likely Russian disinformation. <laughs> Greg Jarrett said, now that this dopey claim has been disproven, can we all agree that there's little intelligence in the intelligence community? Yeah, um, it reminds me of that uh, skit from Kids in the Hall. 30 Helens agree.
0: 30 Helens agree. There's a time and a place to show photos of your children. They'll stop an evening dead. Greenie Allen will show hers at the drop of a hat. 30 Helens agree. There's a time and a place to show photos of your kids.
1: Yeah, it has just as much validity They did this with a lot of things that, you know, where they had all these military officers, 100 military people got together and said, denounce Trump and all this BS. And, you know, but it's really amazing because that's not a big story to NPR from the NPR public editor. Why haven't you seen any stories from NPR about the New York Post Hunter Biden story? We don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories, and we don't want to waste the listeners and readers' time on stories that are just pure distractions. That is from the NPR editor. Yet we had all of the Russian collusion for four freaking years. We had Jesse Smollett. We had the Nick Sandman is a, a smug, you know, punk who's out there talking, smacking his red hat against the Native American guy. All of that was BS. And we were wasting time being filled with that BS from NPR. But one person who doesn't want to answer any of these questions is Nancy Pelosi. Oh, she was offended by the question about Hunter Biden. Local funding? No, and and on
0: liability. Yeah, yeah. Madam Speaker. Um... These years, allegations of corruption involving Joe Biden. I'm sorry, I'm not answering you your questions, responding? okay? We're talking about the coronavirus. That's what I think. I don't have all day for questions. That's what we're taking now. Anybody have a question on the coronavirus negotiations? Yes. I wondered how confident you were that 13 Republican senators would go over.
1: You know, it's extremely hilarious to watch her choke on her ineffective face diaper that she, uh, She and the left have basically thrusted on all of us Americans while being outraged about the most corrupt presidential candidate of all from her party. I mean, yeah, you know, we wouldn't want to talk about that. But let's talk about some of the new developments that show that Joe Biden was intricately involved in all of these matters. You know, Greg Kelly said in the last segment, oh, well, how do we know Biden was involved and Giuliani was providing the information and they still want to shrug it off as though... Eh, you know, he didn't have anything to do with it. Um, yeah, he kind of did. Um, from the Daily Wire, Hunter Biden's business partner, a pro Democrat Navy veteran, Hunter asked dad to sign off on all of the deals. A U.S. Navy veteran who reportedly was a former business partner of Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, Unloaded on Biden in a statement saying that Biden lied to American people when he claimed that he did not talk to his son about his son's business dealings. Tony Bobolinsky, who left the U.S. Navy as a lieutenant, says that the few political donations that he has made in his life have been to Democrats. Bobulinski said in a statement to the New York Post that he has been contacted by the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs and that the Senate Committee on Finance requesting that he produce all the documents related to his business dealings with the Biden family and noted that he was moving to immediately comply with that request. Bobulinski confirms that he was one of the recipients of the May 13th, 2017 email published by the Post eight days ago that email from another partner in the group laid out cash and equity positions and mysteriously included a 10% set aside for the big guy the new york post michael godwin wrote sources have said the big guy was joe biden in fact in a matter of fact manner Bobolinsky states that the email <laughs> is is that the email's genuine and that the former vice president and the uh, man leading the 2020 race is indeed the big guy. Yes, he was. In fact, there's an actual email that covers a lot of this. This is the May 20, 2017 text exchange obtained by Fox News. Tony Bobolinski is warned by business partner James Gilliard, who's from SBK Holdings. We'll get into him in a minute. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face-to-face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid, which is what He told, uh, as Joe Biden is a reference, it says, yeah, it says right here in the text exchange in New York behind schemes, you suggest he will feel important. Ask if they have any recommendation or would do it short term if needed. But maybe he feels better if H puts there a friend with no power but reporting comms. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know that, but they're paranoid. That's the text exchange. Oh, man. And then the New York Post reported last week, Fox News has reported that one of the people on an explosive email thread allegedly involving Hunter Biden and his corroborated uh, has corroborated the veracity of the messages, which appear to outline a payout for former Vice President Joe Biden as a part of the deals with the energy, the Chinese energy firm from Breitbart. Tony Bobolinsky released a public statement backing up the reporting of the New York Post from last week claiming that he personally witnessed Democrat president nominee, former Vice President Joe Biden discussing business deals with his son, Hunter Biden. Sources familiar with the matter told Breitbart News that Bobolinsky is the person whose allegations and inside information are the centerpiece of a forthcoming investigation by the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal has not yet published several days after the newspaper staff has indicated that some of the piece would come out. It's unclear why the journal has not yet been published, but President Trump hinted on a conference call earlier this week that such a story was coming from the newspaper. Now, Bobolinsky gave a full statement um, to uh, to kind of put this all out there. Um, and he said, my name is Tony Bobolinsky. The facts set uh, forth below were true and accurate. They are not any form of domestic or foreign disinformation. Any suggestion to the contrary is false and offensive. Of course, you know, the FBI and all them run around. Oh, it's, you know, Russia. It's Russia again. My Russians and Iran. No, it's not. Any suggestion to the contrary is false and offensive. I am the recipient of the email published seven days ago by the New York Post, which showed a copy to Hunter Biden and Rob Walker. The email is genuine. This afternoon, I received a request from the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. And the Senate Committee on Finance requesting all documents relating to my business affairs with the Biden family, as well as various foreign entities and individuals. I have an extensive relevant records and communications, and I intend to produce those to both the committees and the immediate future. I am the grandson of a 37 year Army intelligence officer, the son of a 20 plus year career naval officer and the brother of a 28 year career naval flight officer. I myself have served our country for four years and left the Navy as Lieutenant Bobolesky. I held a high-level security clearance and was an instructor and then CTO for Naval Nuclear Power Training Command. I take great pride in my time, my family, and I serve this country. I'm also not a political person. What few campaign contributions I have made in my life were to Democrats. If the media and big tech companies had done their jobs over the past few weeks, I would be, this would be an irrelevant story. Given my longstanding service and devotion to this great country, I can no longer allow my family's name to be associated or tied to the Russian disinformation or implied lies that false narratives dominating the media right now are happening. After leaving the military, I became an institutional investor, investing exclusively around the world and on every continent. I have traveled to over 50 countries. I believe, hands down, that... We live in a, in the greatest country in the world. What I'm outlining is fact. I know it is fact because I lived it. I am the CEO of Cinehawk Holdings which was the partnership between the Chinese operating uh, the the Chinese operating through CEFC Chairman Yi and the Biden family. I was brought into the company to be the CEO by James Gilliar and Hunter Biden. The reference to the big guy in the much publicized May 13th statement was from an email And is in fact a reference to Joe Biden. The other JB referenced in that email is Jim Biden, Joe's brother. Hunter Biden called his dad the big guy or my chairman and frequently referenced asking him for his sign off or advice on various potential deals that we were discussing. I've seen the vice president saying he never talked to Hunter about his business. I've seen firsthand that that's not true because it wasn't just Hunter's business. They said they were putting the Biden family name and its legacy on the line. I realized the Chinese were not really focused on a healthy financial ROI. They were looking at this as a political and influence investment. Once I realized that Hunter would use the company as his personal piggy bank by just taking money out of it as soon as it came from the Chinese, I took steps to prevent that from happening. The Johnson report connected some of the dots in a way that shocked me. It made me realize the Bidens had gone behind my back and gotten paid millions of dollars by the Chinese, even though they told me that they hadn't and wouldn't do that to their partners. I would ask that the Biden family address the American people and outline the facts so I can go back to being irrelevant. And so I am not put in a position to have to answer those questions for them. I don't have a political axe to grind. I just saw Biden behind the curtain and grew concerned for what I saw The Biden family aggressively leveraged the Biden family name to make millions of dollars off of foreign entities, even though some of those were from communist-controlled China. God bless America. God bless you, Frank Bobolowski, for coming out and putting this information out there. Now, the other interesting part is the new development from Fox News. Kamala Harris, prominent Democrats listed as key contacts for Biden family business venture projects. Really? A list of key domestic contacts for a joint venture involving Jim and Hunter Biden and the now bankrupt CEFC China Energy Company included former Vice President Joe Biden's current running mate, Senator Kamala Harris. (laughs) Imagine that, among other prominent Democrats. An email exclusively obtained by Fox News with the subject line Phase One Domestic Contacts Project dated May 15, 2017. Biden's brother, Jim Biden, shared a list of key domestic contacts for Phase One target projects. Well, who are these people, you may ask? Well, I have a copy of the email right here. And it's really interesting when you think about the coronavirus, you think about the Democrat primaries, everybody involved. Let's see. Number one on the key domestic contacts for phase one target projects. New York state governor, Andrew Cuomo. Wow. Come on down. How about Howard Zomiski? He is commissioner of the New York uh, Department of Economic Development and CEO of Empire State Development. He's on the list. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, look at that. New York senior senator, Chuck Schumer. Chuck U. Schumer. How about junior senator and Democrat presidential nomination or nominee? Kirsten Gillibrand. Whoa. How about Wilhelm? It was, what was his name again? It wasn't William Wilhelm. It was like, I, I don't know. Bill de Blasio, the communist, the, the groundhog slayer. Wilhelm, Wil, whatever his name was. He had some weird pseudonym that he went by, some alias. Um, how about my former Virginia governor who allowed Charlottesville to ignite Told the state police to stand down. That would be Terry McAuliffe. Also from Virginia, Todd Haymore, former Secretary of Agriculture and Forestry, now serves as Secretary of Commerce and Trade. Huh. Imagine that. Oh, let's go to Minnesota. Governor Mark Dayton, Senior Senator Al Franken, and another Democrat primary candidate, Amy Klobuchar. Oh, but we're not just looking at Democrats. Let's move down to the state of Florida with Governor. Rick Scott. Oh. Also California Governor Jerry Brown, Diane Feinstein. Yeah, she loves some China. Senator Kamala Harris or Kamala, whatever. We got to pronounce it the right way or we're racist. Mayor of San Francisco, Gavin Newsom. How about Los Angeles? Mayor Eric Garcetti. Mayor of San Diego, Kevin Faulkner. Yeah. All right. Come on down, guys. Yeah, they were all involved with possibly benefiting from, you know, Hunter Biden's garbage. So let's go back to the lewd uh, emails or the lewd uh, report, I want to say. Not the emails. There's been a lot of emails going on, obviously. (laughs) More emails than the Bidens ever wished to have had happen. But um, here's what lewd media. This is another video that they put out. This is what they were talking about with the hard drives and all the reasoning behind it. They said there are three important hard drives to be. uh, They have been sent to the DOJ. Um, Some working in the DOJ held it up for Biden. Hunter Biden, the son of Joseph Biden. All the things can be verified. We are talking about the future from today and standing in the future to talk about the history. So what about Hunter Biden? tapes. One by one, Hunter Biden, extremely disturbing and obscene, pedophile, extremely, not treating the Chinese as human beings. There's talk of him with a Chinese eight year old uh, female who filmed these. The CCP did it. Only videos, only sex tapes. Let me tell you, there's more than that. Biden and Xi Jinping and Wang Qishan, Biden's son. Please note that when I say Biden, that I mean Joe Biden's son. He signed a secret deal. The prepayment is $1 million just for signing, and another $10 million was given to him after signing the agreement. $4.5 billion of benefit. This is Hunter Biden's involvement, and, uh, you know, it gets even crazier. They said there's three hard drives. One hard drive, as mentioned, contains sex videos of Hunter Biden, the money he took in the agreement, his sexual abuse, uh, and um, just like Chen Feng from the h it also covers information regarding Kazakhstan. This Biden I'm talking about, Hunter Biden, his agreement with the Ukraine Natural Gas Company. The second hard drive contains the information and materials about G and Wang's overseas wealth. The second hard drive also um, covers the coronavirus. And it is said that they have taken these copies of these hard drives and sent them to Nancy Pelosi. It is said that one has been sent to Nancy Pelosi And um, the purpose was to show that we have your mistakes, your materials. Because of Joe Biden during the last Democratic National Convention, the whole Democratic Party has started to fight against the CCP. They're tough on this. Then these CCP cadres are getting anxious. They've always been the supporters behind the Democrats. Frankly speaking, they signed a deal with the Democrats, right? Then here, the message from the CCP is that don't ever think you have your secrets or don't ever think I don't have your secrets in possession To give you this hard drive is to let you know that, don't forget, we have evidence of your crimes. You have to win this election. First of all, you must win this election. You must do whatever it takes to win the election. Otherwise, you will be in trouble. Secondly, once you win, you have to follow the CCP's order. However, when the hard drives reached to the DOJ, those who are pro-Biden took it under custody. A fellow fighter of our whistleblowers movement got it. This is Jiang Zeng and Meng's strategy. Killing two birds with one stone. He can tell you for all these things, many people have asked, why is this killing two birds with one stone? It is because they have the second hard drive, which contains Xi and Wang's wealth, information, and other materials, their assets allocation in the United States. This is what they mentioned earlier. Architecture and art project. Remember, this is Xi and Wang's plan, an extremely grand plan to uh, beyond their imagination. It is a plan to control not only the 1.4 billion Chinese people, also it is to control the United Nations, the United States, the U.S. president, any future presidents. And from now on and many years after, all shall be under CCP's control from now on and many years after. All shall be, uh, it's, uh, where is he? Let's see here. He said uh, it's involved in the Kazakhstan, Ukrainian uh, natural gas, Inc., um, Arranged by Yi Jiaming, he did this. Yet Yi Jiaming was arrested straight away after he went back to China. Which means whoever involved, whoever was involved in this plan, was arrested. This is where Xi wants his operation. This is one case. Another one is in Anbag Insurance. Enbag, which is a uh, Z- Wu Zhirong, was involved too. All these Chinese names. Wu was planning things in New York. Um, he got arrested in China. So you can see how brutal the CCP is. Why did they provide the hard drives? Why do they have these on hand? There's no doubt about it. Um, They want global power. Of course, you would have it. The Legal Affairs Commission, in fact, they want to use this to blackmail both sides, Republican and Democrat. In a plain word, they use this to protect themselves, to tell the Americans that they have been collaborating with the CCP, which means... um, it's, it's insane when you get into what they were talking about. They wanted to take over the United Nations. They wanted all of this to happen. They, but these, what, what they said was the twist on it was the fact that these hard drives ended up in the hands of Donald Trump. Of course, many of these people ask if they have dirty materials, do they have dirty materials on President Trump? Well, let me tell you this. Definitely not. Because he's never collaborated with the CCP. People might ask if this would affect the election. After all, it's Biden's son. Will that really affect Joe Biden? Well, that's up to the voters to see how that happens. People might ask if it would really affect anything. They don't really know. But obviously, what they were trying to do, and they say Bloomberg was involved. (laughs) Bloomberg is also on the hard drives. Also including is the bioweapon plan. That's in the third hard drive. And apparently these have been delivered to President Trump. But the whole reasoning behind it is the takeover of the United Nations and to import us into a communist Chinese global government, which I've been talking about for decades on this show. Not decades, but, you know, I've been on the show for about four years. So you haven't been wasting your time if you've been listening to The Adrian Slade Show. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. Follow me on Twitter at Rants Out Loud at Adrian Slade Show. You can follow me on Parlor at Adrian Slade. Also, donate to the show, anchor.fm slash Adrian Slade, or call us 929-GO-GO-USA. God bless. We'll see you next time.